Welcome to Women's Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all groups of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this brand new episode of the Women Thrive podcast. We're so excited to come to you today, and we're going to be talking about books, 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 about writing books, about being an author. And I want to ask you a question. Do you have a book in you? Do you have a book in you? If you do, or you've always wanted to be an author, you want to find out more about how you can fine-tune and fine home your writing skills, or if you always say to yourself or say to yourself quite a lot, you know what? I'll never be a writer. I don't have what it takes to be a writer. If you're saying those words to yourself, but really secretly deep down, it's something that you'd love to do. This is the episode for you. My name is Abigail Rebecca. I am your host today. And today we are joined by the absolutely fabulous Adrienne Dyer, who is a non-fiction book coach and ghostwriter with a proven method for helping entrepreneurs write business books that set them on a fast track to reaching their goals. Adrienne, it's so lovely to connect with you today. Thank you, Abby. It's so lovely to be here and really excited to have this conversation and share all this great stuff with your audience. And I'm also honored to be your guest. So I'd love for us to start. I've just given a very, very brief description of what you do, but I know that there's so much more to you. So I'd really love to for you to share with us what you do, what your purpose, your vision is in this world and, and why you do it. I'd really love to know that. Yeah, I would love to talk about why I love what I do so much. I think for me, I've always wanted to be a writer. I think I've always been a writer in my heart. I've been writing since I was a little kid. I think I maybe used it a little bit as a method to escape. Sometimes I grew up in a family of six. And when I was about, when I was eight years old, we moved from the States where we'd been living for four years back to my childhood home that we'd left behind. It was in the Canadian wilderness, kind of. And it was snowy, cold, and my parents got this crazy idea in their heads that they wanted to go back to the land and be pioneers and start a hobby farm. And so <laughs> there we all were in the snow, running around in the woods. That part was great, but what I didn't enjoy was feeding animals at six o'clock in the morning before school when it was 30 below zero outside Celsius. So I think I used stories a lot to kind of just go into that happy place in my mind so I could just kind of get through the drudgery that I wasn't enjoying and have a little bit of privacy in our small house from all of my siblings and things like that. And But I really discovered early on that what I really loved were people's stories, real people in the real world and the people kind of all around me, not necessarily famous people, but just ordinary people doing their things because I found that extraordinary. I found it fascinating. And I was always one of those people that would kind of overhear a snippet of conversation somewhere in a coffee shop. And I just needed to know the backstory. I just wanted to know who are these people and where were they going and, and what happened to that baby who was sick and all of the things. And so I was always kind of making up the rest of the story in my mind. And so 
when I, after I finished my university degree in English literature, I thought, this is it. I'm going to become a writer and I'm going to write novels and things. And what I ended up doing instead was getting a very boring government job and staying there for eight years in finance, doing administrative financial sort of low level, really mundane, government-y type work that really didn't mean anything. And when my daughter was born in 2005, I thought, okay, this is, this is my chance to become a writer finally. Because in Canada, we have this wonderful thing that's a year long of maternity leave and the government pays you about 60% of your salary and you can stay home with your baby for that first year. And so I actually took an additional leave of absence for another six months once that year expired. And that's when I really started pitching magazines. And I started writing for local, small local magazines, business magazines, and lifestyle magazines. And I think because I was new and somewhat junior, the editor of one of the magazines started giving me advertorials. And I kind of thought at the time, well, it's not really a real article because it's not a feature article, but this is kind of cool because they're going to send me to a business and I get to interview the owner and she's going to tell me or he what they want me to write about and what kind of products do they want me to feature in this in this article. And I'll just make it as fabulous as I can and really embellish it and, and describe their products. I thought that was really fun. And I didn't know anything about marketing and calls to action or anything like that, which is what an advertorial is. Of course, it's supposed to read like a magazine article, but it's paid content. And the whole purpose is to drive sales. So here I was doing this, not knowing what I was doing. And then one day, one of the business owners that I had written about, I don't know, three, four articles for, she phoned up the magazine editor and she said, I only want Adrian to write my stories from now on because every time she writes a story, people come through my door and my sales go way up. So the editor told me this and I thought, oh my gosh, I had no idea. This was the first time that I was introduced to this concept of I can use my words to help someone's business grow or if they're an artist or whatever it is that they're doing, I can help them succeed because I can brag about them in, in, and show kind of showcase what they're doing and shine the light on that and, and tell their story, which I love because I got to hear the backstory and all those juicy details. So I just really threw myself into that. I thought, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to just go around and find as many businesses that I can and artists and writers and all kinds of people doing fascinating things. And I'm going to write their story. And I'm going to make their business grow that way. And so I just kind of that's kind of what I focused on for the next several years was writing magazine articles. And, and pretty soon I didn't have to pitch stories. The editors would just say, okay, I need you to write about this art gallery or, or this renovation project or whatever it was. And I think because I loved doing that so much that I kind of just sagged very naturally into marketing writing because eventually people started to say, hey, you wrote this article about me. It was so great. Could you write my website too? So I thought, okay, I don't know anything about that, but you know, I'll figure it out. So I started doing that and I worked for an agency for about a year doing website content writing, which I really honed the skill. And I just, I loved that because again, here I am telling their stories, but capturing it in as few words as possible and making them just really, you really have to, when you're doing marketing and website content, you really need to get to the heart of what makes that person special and how they're unique and then be able to communicate that in, in just a very few words. So I loved all of that. And then about, I think it was about three years ago, 
I was introduced to ghostwriting and I thought I had always heard about ghostwriting and which is you write a book or articles or blog posts or whatever it is for somebody else in their words and, you know, their name is on it. And I thought that would just be amazing because then I could just stay behind the scenes, really keep them at the forefront. But I sort of thought that sounds really hard to write a book for somebody else that that's and try to stay in their voice, even though I was really good at adopting other people's voices and things from blog posts and other things that I was doing. I thought for a whole book, that's a lot of work. And so I decided to take a certification course and it was teaching a very specific method for a specific kind of structure of the book. And it was all based on essentially interviewing the author and creating a really solid outline that's very much designed to achieve the goals that the author has for their business. Usually it's because it's usually business books, but then we would get on the Zoom call, you would record the conversations that we would have, and then I would take the recording and turn that into their book. And so I realized that ghostwriting wasn't quite what I thought it was, and that this was just kind of the culmination of everything that I had been working on my whole life and working towards and learning and all of that marketing strategy and the knowledge. I could just put this all into books. And coming right back full circle to those childhood dreams of writing books, I didn't really care what kind of books they were. I just wanted to write books. And in this case, I was writing doing the same thing, writing. It was like a great big, long, giant article about somebody. And I just found that so incredibly fulfilling. And so I've been doing that for about three years now. And I decided to start coaching too, because I can only ghostwrite so many books a year, but there's so many more entrepreneurs that would love to have a book. And so when I coach, then I can just expand that reach and help more authors achieve that dream of seeing their name on the front cover of, book, of a book, sharing their legacy, finding their voice, and just all of those things, capturing that lifetime of knowledge and experience and expertise that the world needs. So yeah, that's why I do what I do. And I just absolutely love it. I can tell. I mean, I remember the first time that we met and we got on a call and you're part of the wonderful Women Thrive community or one of our speakers on our summit. I was so excited to meet you because I'd seen you and I'd researched you and I'd seen your application and and then to get on a call with you and to have a a similar conversation really about like what what excites you? Like why do you do what you do? And you've just shared it with us now. And it what really struck me and it struck strikes me again is just how enthusiastic you are about your work. You, very evidently you love it you're really lit up when you speak about your work and I can imagine that anyone that would come and work with you in any capacity whether you're coaching or whether you're ghostwriting for them that energy will translate through the book what is it about writing because I know you talk about how to share your voice via the written work word what is it about writing that you get that lights you up so much and that you feel that it's such a great tool maybe for someone listening that's thinking about writing a book and not too sure can I do it all the doubts like what would you say to someone like that that is feeling like that at the moment 
Yeah, that's such a good question. I mean, I think for me, being a shy when I was, I am an introvert. And although I thrive on interaction with people, I need kind of that downtime too. And when I was a kid, that translated often into being really shy, especially when I was at school or with my peers. But I found that writing was just always a way that I could, just my my soul, my who I really was just naturally came through. And so I think that kind of when I started writing stories about other people, for whatever reason, I could just see them and I can pick out themes really quickly. My teacher used to play a game in our class when I was in high school as a senior. And he'd be like, let's see, Adrian, how fast she can get the theme of this book. And so we talk about it and, and he'd say, what's the theme, Adrian? And I'd spit it out and he'd be like, nailed it. And so it was really embarrassing, but it was kind of funny. And I think it's just that ability to see people. I just, we talk and I listen to them and I just, I can just see that light shining through. I see the talent. I see their mission. I see their purpose. And I just have to get it out into the world because I just, it absolutely pains me when, when people are hidden. And so I think for me, the written word was just that, that it was always just the medium through which I expressed all of those things for whatever reason. And I think for business owners and artists and, and whatever it is that, that you're doing, whether it's a business book or a memoir or even a novel, it's just First of all, we've been sharing stories since the beginning of time, and stories are how we connect as humans. And there's all kinds of ways to tell and consume stories. We can do it verbally like this, but when we when we capture it in words, first of all, it gets it out of our head. It captures it in a book. It's all laid. It kind of forces you to really think about things and get solid on your themes, or if you have a particular approach in your business, and we have to really get solid on who your audience is. And the really cool thing about a nonfiction book, especially when you write it for the express purpose of growing your business or achieving the goals that you have, is that you can really craft your message to drive towards that purpose. You can craft your message to pull in your ideal audience and to really speak to their heart. And you have the ability to communicate all of that. But then there's also this extraordinary sharing of your voice that just comes out naturally. So when a reader comes along and picks up your book, they go into your world and they get to know you. They hear your voice. They they understand your approach now. You get to share kind of, you help them through that transformation. As they read, they can take as much time as they want to, to kind of work through the things. And you can share as much detail as you would like. And then you can really lead and guide that reader towards the, what you would love them. What do you want? I always ask authors, what do you want your reader to know? and feel and do by the time they put this book down. And that do part is twofold. What do you want them to do in terms of the transformation that they've achieved, the the things, you know, the things that they need to implement? And what do you want them to do with you? What are the next steps that you would like them to take? And then we really can just craft and design the whole entire book to drive all towards that. And then the book becomes this beautiful expression of the entrepreneur's mission, their purpose in life. And all of that wisdom and the knowledge in their heads and in their soul gets captured in the book. And they always say to me, like, this is just such a relief. I didn't realize what a burden it was almost to carry that around inside me and to feel like who knows what tomorrow brings. If I weren't able to do this anymore, I wouldn't like all of this would be lost. And so there's that passing of the generational knowledge and the wisdom. It's captured in a book for all time. 
And then I always joke too that a book is worth a thousand marketing platforms. So once you've written it all down in a book, there's just all kinds of things that you can do with it. I mean, you pretty much never have to create content again because you just pick up your book and open any random page and there you go. There's your social media post for the next week. <laughs> so there's all kinds of benefits like that too. <laughs> One way of looking at it, I've never thought about it before, of course, because it's like everything, all your knowledge or your expertise in a book. And you can just refer to it, quote it, repurpose it. I love what you're talking about, leaving a legacy. I really love that. And I think what really struck me then is that you always think about, okay, I'm going to write a book because you think about what you're going to get from it, right? In terms of like leveraging your expertise, speaking opportunities, you can call yourself an author. But actually what you're talking about as well, as well as all of that, is that actually it's this beautiful process to start to get all of your content into one place and to get really, really crystal clear about your messaging. So it it feels like it just ticks so many boxes when you write a book like that. Mm -hmm. And this is where that kind of whole, the other thing that really drives me is this notion of making this accessible to anyone, which kind of was the other part of your question is, So many people think, well, I'm not a writer. I can't write a book. And writing a book does sound daunting. And it's really, that's why I've I've kind of worked so hard to sort of break it down into such a a really simple step-by-step process. So when I work with authors, if we're coaching together and they're writing their own book, then it's like we start at the very beginning and we hone the purpose and we start to think about that. And then by the time they're into the writing stage, it's so a plan. They know exactly what they're doing. And then I, I sort of give lots of tools and tips and tricks and things about how to like speaking your book instead of writing it. I use dictation all the time. I'm always talking about dictation because when we talk, it's just like a conversation like this. When we're composing on our keyboard in a Google Doc, our editor is, internal editor is just always there online waiting to say, oh, that, I don't think that's quite the way you should word that sentence. But when we speak, we just shut that off. That's not even a thing. And we can go into our subconscious. We get more creative. And so when we're having conversations like this on a Zoom call with an author, whether I'm ghostwriting or I'm coaching, it's just they have all these amazing ideas that pop into their head. There's light bulb moments. And because it becomes a conversation, things occur to them because of questions that I ask or or just the direction the conversation goes that they never even thought of before. And sometimes that leads us into this brilliant idea and the book takes on a whole nother life and message or we'll we'll think of something really creative to do with the formatting and it's it's just there's so many eureka moments that happen when you're going through that process it forces the author to kind of when you're when you're teaching an online course or or a workshop or something you you have the opportunity to engage back and forth and answer questions as you go but when you're writing a book you have to make sure all of that is really clear and We really talk about what's the order in which we need to share the information so that it's very, very clear to the reader and we lead them on this journey. But then it's so incredible seeing all those light bulb moments go off. And and so that's accessible to anybody because anybody, if you have all that knowledge and information, you have something to share, which everybody does. And everyone, the world can benefit from all of those things. And so then you can write a book because then the process of writing the book is just the process and the tools that we use. But it's it's what's in here and what's in your heart that goes into the book. And everybody has that. 
how long does it take to work with you? Like on average, how long does it take? Yeah. So when I'm coaching, it can take anywhere from about two months. Some writers can actually, we'll spend the first month. We always spend the first month going through the basics and meet every single week. We get the outline all solid and figure all that stuff out. And then they go into the writing process. And some authors will actually just slam that first draft out in that next month. Some take a little bit longer, more like six months to write. Again, try and make that accessible. I'm always reminding them this is the rough draft. And so if you're speaking your book, we can hone and we can, the first draft is just get that all out into the book and get those ideas down on paper. And when I'm ghostwriting, it's usually about between three and six months, depending on the pace that the author would like to move. But I can write a book for somebody in three months. So that is right from the beginning to the polished manuscript that's ready to go to a professional editor and then move on to the next stages. Yeah, and that usually involves just meeting once a week with the author for about an hour and a half and going through once we do that exact same process of planning the book, getting the outline all solid, and then we meet once a week. And I just interview them. I kind of I like to say that it's kind of like guided dictation. I guide them through the process of dictating their book because they're literally just talking to me. They just talk, we share the ideas pop into their head, and then I take all of that and translate it into their book. So it's really fun. It's super, super fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that you've got those two options that people can can choose and Again, I just want to draw attention to the fact that you very clearly love your work. <laughs> Again, you're lighting up when you're talking about it. If we've got someone that is watching or listening now and they're like, right, okay, I want to start to put the wheels into motion, what would you say are the first steps? Almost like what's the prep work that they would need to do before they come and work with you? Yeah. I mean, there's absolutely no prep work because I literally start with them at square one. So the only real prep work is just, I want to write a book and I just want to do this and I'm not going to wait any longer and life's too short and I need to get this out because the world needs my message. And we all know that women have, we have incredible power and force inside of us. And when we can let that loose into the world, The world just, it's incredible how much the world benefits. So that's the only real thing that anybody needs is just that desire and the drive and and just kind of, there is a commitment that needs, they need to make too, because it is, it's work. It takes energy and it takes time and things like that. But, but then when they come to me, we just really, and, and kind of where we start together is let's explore the first journaling exercise that I always give on the very first call, which I can leave with the audience too, is I just want you to go home and sit down and journal out. What does my life look like in five years because I wrote this book? And that's personally, professionally, and financially. And so I really love them to just dream about that because it helps give them hone in on why they want to write the book. And that's going to obviously help them get through the hard parts of doing the work. But also that actually drives the main message and the positioning of the book itself. I was just thinking of an author I was talking to yesterday, and she was really struggling with whether she should tailor her book towards real estate agents in particular, because hers is about high performance habits kind of thing and how you can translate that into business and achieve your goals that way. Or should she speak to everyone? And she was worried about, well, it would love to be a bestseller and 
maybe I honed in on this one audience. And so I just kind of said, what kind of clients do you want to work with because you wrote this book? And what kind of work do you want to be doing with those clients? And that's what we focus on first is really getting solid on what is my absolute dream life, my dream client. And then that will drive the whole positioning of the book and the marketing too on, on the backside of that, because there's no point writing a book that calls in clients that you don't want to work with to do works that you're not excited about just because you want the book to hit the bestseller list. So we write the right book that's going to achieve all those things. So I just love that journaling exercise and everybody loves it too. And, and that's kind of like the only homework I leave them with after our first call, but it really just gets everything so clear and helps define the audience. And, and mine is, I've written a, like I've got a lovely little swimming pool and, and I'm sitting there painting watercolors in my tiny little greenhouse. And I have, it's very clear what, how many hours a week I want to be working and all those different things. But I just love being able to dream like that and then kind of reverse engineering using a book to, to get you there. Mm, I love that. Well, you know, Women Thrive are all about dreaming big. Right? Yeah, of course. So <laughs> being creative and using our imagination, I think also to to obviously manifest that and bring it into fruition, it's so important. It's such a incredible tool for us to dream in that way and then take the action, the inspired action to bring that into reality and to manifest it. But when... I was listening to you talking then. I was like, well, you can apply that to anything because you're talking about your client there that was kind of torn between, do I want to attract in my ideal clients or do I want a bestseller? And of course, a bestseller would be incredible, right? But it's almost like, do I want to write the book from my ego or do I really want to write the book with intention for the people that I really want to help? And I love the fact that you're guiding your clients through that process and really helping them to understand what is is it that they want to attract in. And that's one of the things that we talk about all of the time at Women Thrive, about speaking, for example, as well as the writing, but especially you're on our summit, just speaking, like, who do you want to attract in? Who are you talking to? Who do you want to work with? And I love that you use that visualization to be able to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually started writing a book a couple of years ago about content marketing. And I have this particular method of creating story-based content marketing strategies. And it's really fun. And I, I wrote about three quarters of the book and I thought, I don't think I want to publish this. At least I, maybe I, I will one day because I think it's useful, but I don't want to, that's not the work that I want to be doing right now. So in a, in a way, that's a little bit of a shame, but it's, you can always come back and write more books later. But I think when you're really trying to write a book for the express purpose of achieving certain goals, or even if that goal is just to share your message, because some of my clients, their main goal and purpose of the book is to, you know, one of my clients is a recent widow, she's a widow. And so she just wants to help other women who have lost their husbands or their partners. And so she doesn't have a business goal at all. But we've still designed her whole book to really speak to that audience and to lead them on that journey that will help them. So I think that's just one thing to get super, super clear on right in the beginning. And then everything else just kind of kind of falls into place. And it also makes the writing so much easier because when you're super passionate about what you're talking about, 
obviously it's going to make the, the writing process so much easier and you'll just be able to speak up from your heart and off the top of your head and it will all just flow out beautifully and naturally. Yeah. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your wisdom and your expertise and your love for writing. If we have someone who is listening or watching this podcast today and are in two minds about whether to write a book, but really in their heart, like that's what they want to do. What would you say to them? I would invite them. We could hop on a strategy call and just kind of talk about the possibilities because I love to, first of all, just get right into what that particular person's approaches and their goals and just make sure that that is the right thing because it, it doesn't, it's not necessary for everyone to write a book or maybe they just want to write an ebook or or blog post or something like that instead. And so you don't have to write a book to be successful. You don't have to write a book to share what's on your heart or anything, but I would just say invite them to just hop on a call with me and explore the options and talk about whether it would be right for them. But if anybody really just has a burning desire to write a book and they've always went, I would just say, just go for it. Just do it because the world needs your voice. They need that wisdom and people love reading books and they love consuming books. And uh, I'd say, just do it. <laughs> what an amazing achievement in your life. We were talking about it before you mentioned it, Adrian, about the legacy, like this legacy that you'll leave. We're here doing purposeful work. We're here to make a difference and writing a book really does that. So it's just been so wonderful to have this conversation with you. Where can people find you if they want to find out more about you and follow your work and contact you? Where's the best place for them to go to? Sure. They could go to my website at adriandyer.com. That's spelled A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E-D-Y-E-R.com. Um, they can find me on Instagram at adriandyerbookcoach. And I also have a lovely little 25-page ebook that I can send them if they look at planwellwritefast.com. Then there's an opt-in there and they can join my email list and they can get that. It's actually a, a lovely little book planner that actually walks. It's kind of a condensed version of the books that I'm working on right now, which is a book on how to write a book, but my exact process so this ebook is a condensed version of all of those steps that for planning and writing their book. So that's also another way to kind of get started right now and kind of even working through those fun exercises to kind of see what ideas flow out of there. That's great. When's your book out? I hope to have it out before this summit, but I don't think, I'm not sure if, it just depends on whether I can line up the book cover artists and things like that to get it, but it will be sometime in the spring. In the spring, yeah. so you either be watching this before it comes out or if you're watching us in the future then be sure to go yeah <laughs> that book and buy that yeah. book <laughs> me too we'll put all the links down below so you can connect in with adrian thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us today thank you for being a fantastic guest thank you so much abby it was absolutely fun and lovely to talk to you and thank you everyone for watching. I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I think you will have done because, hey, I mean, it's, I just find this as such a fascinating subject about writing a book and, and the benefits that will come from that. So we'd love to know your main takeaways. As always, we love to have this conversation flowing. Let's keep this conversation going. 
So reach out to us at Women Thrive. Let us know your thoughts. Please reach out to Adrienne directly. Follow her on social media. Go and visit her website. Stay in contact with us and, and let the conversation flow. And let's write all these beautiful books and leave a legacy to be proud of. Thank you so much for watching us today. We will see you on the next episode of the Women Thrive podcast. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.